Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There but for the grace of God, go with me. With a nickel-sized hell and a damaged wind. We rode over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kicked the windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're gonna have to take us in. They're scared of my music. I got a text yesterday in our Outer Banks beach trip group chat. Now that text revealed that I don't think that we are going to be injury-free this trip. What's that, text? Oh, I can't wait to tell you because these types of texts have become bane of my existence is strong. This is a text that makes me very nervous, especially with the group of competitive individuals that will be down at the beach. Neil, competitive individual. Dukes, very competitive. You don't, he, he likes to keep up the guys that he's not that competitive. Very competitive. I don't, I can't play cards with him because he gets too competitive and I get too competitive. I, I'm not playing cards with him. I'm bringing down the, the Thing board game that's up here in the studio. I love the movie. I can't see the game going. I can't see the game turning out in a friendly and positive manner. Who else is going to be down at the beach? Jester will be down on the beach. Not that competitive, but when we were in the scary house in the mountains of Virginia, the Drew Ridge Trail, we were playing bags inside. He was very much unhappy with his performance and the performance of his partner, i.e. Ant-Man, who additionally, very competitive. Ant-Man, when we were playing pool the last time at the beach. Very competitive, very ornery when he was losing. And he lost, and he lost plenty, and at one point, he started just trying to get under my skin, and I had to tell him straight up, hey, Ant-Man, I'm not good at pool. I just like playing it. Stop getting your knickers in a bunch. I do- Oh, Monk, the most competitive will be down there at the beach. I think he's driving down today. I'll be driving down tomorrow. I love going to the beach. It's a lot of fun. People bring booze. It's not like going to the beach with me and all my friends where it's, oh, you know, oh, are we splitting this? Are we doing this? No, no, no. I'm going to the beach with grownups. It's a different type of experience. It's a different type of experience. But at times, it can feel a wee bit childish. I am shoot nervous about what I'm going to have to bring down to the beach. The thing board game, I think, will be okay. I really... It's going to be yelling. I'm sure someone's going to mess it up and get accused of cheating. Uh, I'm a, I don't know the game. I know the movie. I know we're probably going to... The genesis of that game is probably going to be someone is infected, try to stay alive. I think that's how it's going to be. You're going to try to take other people down. I cannot see how this game gets off perfectly. I was requested to bring down basketballs. Good basketballs. I have plenty. My, I, my parents' house, uh, all of us played sports. Both my folks played sports. Very sports-centric house. Also, I am Tor. This is the Chad Duke Show. I, I, I should introduce the show. It is presented by Money Monks Barbecue. Chad is down at the Outer Banks right now. I'll be heading down there tomorrow. I can't... Basketball's at the beach. The first time we went down last President's Day, we were at an awesome house. I love that house. I think it... It might be my favorite today just because it was my my first time going down there with the crew. A lot of new experiences, a lot of great times there. It was raining and 40 degrees the whole time. But in the back, there was a basketball hoop. And the whole time, we're like, oh, man, that'd be fun to kind of, you know, mess around with and do this and that with. This time, I think it's going to be better weather. 
And I can bring basketballs. I've got all types. We got, I mean, the garage at my parents' house is just, it's it's baseball bats, softball bats, basketballs, footballs, cans of, not cans, jugs of baseballs, nets, gloves, cleats, hats, belts, everything, everything that they could uh, be found in the back of your local YMCA uh, gymnasium. It's right there. I have basketballs. I might not bring them. I've been requested to bring them. I have them. They're available to me. They're good basketballs. They're what we're looking for. They're not the cheap rubber fucking balls that you would get at Walmart or shoppers or wherever. You know, I got good basketballs, good leather basketballs. They bounce, they're inflated, and they, you know, good grip, all that stuff. Got them. I might not bring them. How could I? How could I bring basketballs into this house? Knowing the proclivities of some of the members in this house. Maybe it just starts as a game of horse. Maybe it just starts as an honest game of horse. Oh, I'm shooting it over the backboard. That's my, that, that is my shot. I'll, I'll put it right over the backboard right in there. No one, no one can get that one. I practice that way too much instead of actually practicing post moves. Maybe that's why I only played six minutes total <laughs> in the regular season of postseason or, or of high school basketball. Played a lot in the postseason, though. Oh, God, I was strapping down this joker. Uh, but regardless, that's – it might just start off as a game of horse, a game of pig, maybe a game of knockout. I love knockout. Knockout is a great game. Knockout is a game that you can play infinitely in your years. A great recess game, a great game to play after basketball practice, a great game to play uh, just, you know, pick up ball, getting everybody warmed up. It, knockout's great. What I get nervous about, and this is – Shitster is too, it seems like too harsh of a word, but Dukes has a way of getting the most out of people. And by that, I mean, I could see him trying to arrange a possible 2v2, 3v3. I will be fine. I won't sprain my ankle. I won't blow out my Achilles or my ACL. I'm not going to get a concussion. If I take an elbow, I take an elbow. I'll be fine. I will be fine playing basketball. I will be fine. And nothing has been said about basketball. I know nothing has been said. It's just, hey, do you have a couple basketballs? Yeah, I got a couple basketballs. That's what it is. I'm seeing to the future right now. I'm seeing because it's like it's like there's football on because last time we went down to the beach during Thanksgiving, football was on. We're sitting there chilling, watching football, loving every minute of it. You know, there's the, the board. We can go over to the board. It's a little bit chilly, different type of house. You know, good game room downstairs. Apparently, this place, I, I, either we're close to a basketball court, close to a basketball hoop, or there's one connected to the house. I will be fine if we play basketball. I'll hold my own. I consider myself to be a pretty good basketball player. Not great, good. Uh, but, you know, I, I got size. I can rebound. I'm a, you know, I, I can get in the paint, do what I need to do. I, I'm not going to hit you from, from deep behind the arc. That's not really my game. Once they got tall, I said, all right, time to actually work on the post game. It is what it is. You know, I'm a grinder down there in the paint. I get tough buckets. <laughs> uh, I do get tough buckets. Look, I'm worried about Jester because he will get looped into it somehow. Uh, and I feel like he played co- – I believe he played high school football. I don't know if he played high school basketball. He might have wrestled in high school. He's got some sport into him. I could see him playing. I could see him getting hurt. Monk, I could see him getting hurt playing basketball. Not even not even like a contact injury. Not even any of that. Like like jam the shit out of his finger. I could see Monk just, you know that sound that it makes when you jam your finger on the and you just it'll ruin his trip. And I could see him jamming his finger and then going to the hospital and then having to have it get looked at because a jam has never been this bad because that's who Monk is. Ant-Man, I'm not going to say too much about it. Um He hasn't gotten hurt at any of our physical events. I, it's, it's to my knowledge, he got hurt um, a couple beach trips ago because he was a fucking traitor and decided that truces needed to be needed to be broken. I'm not. I. I. I everyone's due. Ant Man, I could see twisting one of his little ankles. Uh, oh, Joe's coming down. Joe will be fine. Uh, Neil, I get worried about because Neil is a um, high energy player. Is what I would describe him as. Worried about Neil. Worried about the group, worried about basketball. 
I like the idea of the board game because that's just mental warfare. You know, that's just somebody not reading a card right or, you know, having a really good role and fucking everybody else or whatever it is. You know, it, it, I understand that. But I, I know, you know, board games can get rather hostile. I, I'd hate to see Monopoly with this group. Uh, but the thing game, it's fine. It's fine with me because that's strictly mental. Nobody's going to get hurt except for possibly their feelings or their pride. Basketball, I'm seeing a cataclysmic time because they didn't bring down basketball shoes. You, I, nobody down there has basketball shoes. Nobody has a pair of their Kyrie twos. Nobody has a pair of their, their KDs. Nobody has basketball shoes. They're wearing their sneakers that are just their walkarounds. Uh, they're wearing flip-flops or they're wearing just regular standard shoes. Rolled ankle waiting to happen. Rolled ankle waiting to happen, and they're not... I, I can't... I can't do the Tor family ice bucket preparation for a bunch of these. I, 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 I can't do it for them. It, it, they, they, God. That's PTSD. Rolling your ankle in basketball practice and going back and just putting your, your foot in a bucket of ice water. God, is it miserable. Regardless, it's going to be a fun trip down to the beach. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. I, I, it's, you know, there's good eats, a lot of beers. No one's really, you know, there's not a lot of skin flints down there trying to dip out on the checks. I'm probably the biggest out of the group. I'll admit it. I'll pick up a check. I'll pick up one check, maybe two. I'll, I'll provide, you know, I'll get, I'll always stop by the store if we're running low on something. Uh, one or two checks for sure, uh, going out of Tor's pocket. Not a big deal. Everyone is very, very, um, accommodable. Selfless, I'll just say, not try to fight with that word, trying to get out of my mouth. Um, one thing I'm not looking forward to is jeans at the beach. It is what it is. I'm doing okay. I realized today, walking in to the studio, which is where I'm at, I'm in jeans again. It's not too bad. Uh, but I am worried about golfing in jeans as it's going to start getting a little bit warmer. I'm worried about going to the beach and playing basketball in jeans uh, because that's going to be way less. Uh, mobility for your boy. It is what it is. Um, God, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for a Pacifico. I'm waiting for a Pacifico. I'm not trying to draw this out. We got a bunch of best ofs. I'm not just trying to fill time and mail it in. I I wasn't thrilled about how I handled the last time that I had to stick for the free show. Uh, I don't I don't think I was as prepared as I needed to be. I wasn't. Uh, my head wasn't in it. And I feel like I, I mailed it in a little too much uh, for the privilege to be able to talk to all of you fantastic listeners on a Friday. And again, the only reason uh, I am in right now, Shu got a head start on the beach. Uh, he's renting the house. Go ahead. Spend as much time down there as you want. I just wish that we didn't have to bring basketballs. Or I didn't. It's just It just makes me nervous. It makes me nervous because I'm not going to pull the audio for this uh, because it's. I would have to watch the video again. I don't know if you guys know who Tom Segura is. He's a stand-up comedian. Uh, I've featured a lot of the times on Netflix and such, and has a lot of specials with all these big companies. And he's a comedian, and obviously, naturally, a couple of years ago, he said, I'm going to do a podcast, which is what a lot of comedians do. It's fine. I guess he was with some buddies at a, uh, a gymnasium, and they were having a dunk contest, and Tom Segura normal looking guy a little a, a couple pounds over I'm not I'm definitely not casting stones here just trying to paint the picture for you they're doing a dunk contest which is something that everyone has a lot of fun when you're 16 and 17 you can do dunk contests your your bones are made of rubber you're having a good time you're, you're flying through the air you're setting the hoop at like eight feet you're just doing about windmills and all this fun stuff Tom Segura's in his I, I would assume 40 I, I, I'd assume Tom Segura is 40 uh, and they're doing a dunk contest, obviously lowered hoop. He jumps up for the dunk, breaks his leg, breaks his arm, and is in immediate pain. I've never seen a body bend like this. I've never seen it. I know that Kevin Ware injury a while ago was just a, a bone breaking through the skin. I've never seen bones immediately break and shift like this, like like Tom Segura's bones did. And this was during a dunk contest on an eight-foot hoop on a flat surface indoors. 
I don't think we're doing a dunk contest. I know we're not. I know we're not. But God damn it, if it's not going to get close to that. It makes me nervous. Oh, it makes me nervous. It'll be great for the show. I, I Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. A basketball 2v2, 3v3 recap would be fantastic for the show. I just am, I'm just nervous. Because how does it end positively? How do we get out on the other side saying, oh, that was just a fun time. That was just a, that was just boys being boys. You know, it was just us. That was the bros. That was the dudes out there, you know, chopping it up, getting a little sweat on. I can't see it ending like that. I can't. But there's a lot to look forward to. Today, uh, we had a really fun week of shows. It was a little bit condensed, I guess. I, I wouldn't, I don't know how to describe it. We got a lot in this week is what I'll say. That's what I want to say. Uh, the big man shoot himself uh, decided to uh, go down a rabbit hole, a couple rabbit holes this week uh, with some old TV commercials that I, uh, I I really enjoyed that segment a lot. I thought it was very funny. I, I think that nostalgia plays a big part in this show, as it does with a lot of society nowadays. I think that's going to be a, 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 a something that carries on in the show. We've done it a lot. Um, he introduced me to two new toys from uh, the 90s and their commercials. And um, we had some thoughts on them. Uh, Kyler Murray's being weird with the Cardinals. Uh, I thought that was a, um, a fun conversation. And then, uh, funny enough, Shude went and... Did some light reading, I think, as I characterized it, on the Kanye West situation, which is not really on-show brand, but for the Friday shows, you know, we give you the sampler platter. This is what it is. It's a little bit of everything. I know on a lot of Friday shows, we give you an Ant-Man segment, we give you the Ask Shoot emails. I think those are really good for the Fridays because you kind of get to learn about the characters and what they think and the opinions, and sometimes that stems into different conversations. I think Ask Shoot is a perfect... um, segment for the Friday shows, but for something different that's never been discussed on the show, uh, that's always fun to have included, I think. Um, and it was, it's fun because that's kind of, it's not necessarily the world I'm living in. I do not get, uh, uh, I, I, I don't surround myself with celebrity gossip, celebrity news, any of that, but a lot of the people in my age group do, and they care a lot about it. So if I follow them on any social media or if I talk to them, they have some thoughts and opinions, so then, therefore, I have a point of view, and then I had no idea this was going to happen when it when it came up. Uh, Shude found himself with a point of view, and uh, I thought it was a, a lot of fun. And additionally, uh, for next week, what's going to be a lot of fun, we have a Hootenanny, a Chad Duke Show Friday night Hootenanny next Friday. And this is a big one, folks. It's a big one. I have been paying off my Super Bowl bet of wearing jeans for a month straight so far this week. Uh, it's my first weekend. I'm doing okay. Three more weeks to go. I'm kind of... No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say I'm chilling. I'm not going to do that to myself. Money Monk is coming in to pay off his part of the bet, which is shaving down his face and shaving down his mustache and his beard that apparently he's had since he's 15 years old. And not only that, but all of the hair on the top of his head as well, live on the Chad Duke Show Friday Night Hootenanny on Facebook. If you are a Facebook supporter or you don't know what that is because you're listening to the Friday show for free, become one. You get to watch, If you're going to miss the hoop, you can watch that video on Sunday on for the rest of your life if you want to. It's there to your disposal if you are not a Facebook supporter and you're going to miss that Hootenanny. I encourage you watch it live. But if you're going to miss it, make sure that you are a Facebook supporter so that you can go and watch it again because you'll have the audio if you're a regular subscriber uh but it is uh, the it's going to be a visual show i think we're going to have wesley the barber in here with all of his razors uh taking all that stuff down off a of monk speaking of razors i'd like to talk about manscaped i i know i do it every friday and that's because they have been a fantastic sponsor of the show and they're only fantastic fantastic because you all are I've been taking more and more facial hair off of my face recently with my Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. I haven't had one issue, not one issue, shaving my face with this uh, electric 
razor, groomer, a, a, a shaver. I, I know it's got a specific term. I haven't had one issue. It's clean every time. And if you get the lawn, uh, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 Performance Package, you're getting the the 4.0 with all the uh, the shaving guards, so you don't have to take it all the way down to the to the bare cheek like I do. You can manicure yourself as much as you want. I we have guys in the audience that that, that care about their facial hair a good amount. I would say orgy beard. It would be good for you because I see how you take care of that beard. And it's got all the settings that you want. You can get it as short as you want. You can keep it as long as you want. It is what it is. And also, Orgy Beard, for that beard, and I'm talking directly to you now. If the audience wants to jump in on it, they can jump in on it. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES, D-U-K-E-S, at manscaped.com. If you, you already have your razor, Go ahead, browse through their other products. They got nose hair trimmers. They got shampoos, body washes, colognes. They got a uh, a three blade razor that works on your, uh, uh, I'll say genitalia, as good a razor could. The best razor I've had down there in my life. So go ahead, go through the site. Twenty percent off uh, and free shipping with the code Dukes at Manscaped.com. Now everybody, on to the stuff that you wanted to hear. Hey everyone, if you haven't become a Facebook supporter of the Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the Supporter Hub tab. It's $5 a month, you'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night hoot mannies. I asked Tor to pull some audio. I uh, fell down a little um, rabbit hole. I, I don't know how you guys are with your brains. Uh, my brain doesn't work really well for a lot of different reasons, but what it does is I really remember jingles. I remember um, a lot of commercial jingles, and... There was a product back when I was a kid. Back when I, I, I think every generation says this, but I can say it unequivocally because um, back when I was a kid, you went out to play, and now kids sit inside on their um, on their iPads, and when their parents take them out to dinner, they put an iPad in front of them with headphones on, hopefully with headphones on, so we don't have to listen to your kids' dumb video games. Um, kids are being, you know, we're debating on whether or not they have to wear masks everywhere. It's just that kids are being ruined. Everywhere, all over the place by every demographic now. And, um, you know, I was, I think, the last generation where it was, I got kicked out as soon as school was done, and you were outside, you know, fucking slanging and banging until the sun went down. You're riding bikes and down by the creek and throwing rocks at each other and picking up frogs and shit. Like, that's that's just what we did all guys. We're building forts in the woods. I just can't imagine anyone. Everyone thinks that there's child molesters everywhere. Just nobody's allowed to do anything. Um, so I don't think that's just an old person shaking his cane. I, I think that's close to the truth now. Um, and toys, we had toys, like we had toys when we were 12, you know, we had toys when we were 11, even into your teens, because, um, video games were still something that was, you know, we had Nintendo and then we had super Nintendo and, but it, you weren't allowed to just sit on them all day. Like you just, you weren't allowed to do that. Right. And I feel like now you are because the kids are at home in front of them and then they're on the phones when they go out or the iPads or whatever. So the toys were just, we had wild toys in the nineties. Um, and I'm sure every generation says that, but we also weren't nearly as cynical about kids now know about sex and they know about online pornography and, you know, I won't bring up Monk's name, but we know about everything that's going on with, um, you know, his situation where, you know, it, it's there's they're being shown more inappropriate content than they used to be uh, when I was growing up. Ah, buddy Todd. What's up, Todd? It is right around the corner right there. You can you can let her go, Orgy. Jesus Christ. I just didn't want her barking. I was already dragging the dog into the back to put, put her in a gulag. Come on now. Yeah, I just wanted Ripley to say hi. I didn't want her to go barking across the room. There you go. Show her the ball. Show him the ball. There you go. All right. <laughs> She's going to help, if nothing else. Right. Uh, our buddy Todd Schaefer's here to take a look at the uh, final fight machine. Very excited about that. Point being, I'm lecturing. I don't mean to be torn. There was a toy called Balzac. Okay? Yeah. Not Balzac. Balzac. Sure. And what it was was there was... It was like a uh, a very thin layer of gabardine. And what you would do is you would blow up a balloon and you would stick it inside this thing and it would become a ball, but it was a ball with a balloon in the side. So it was kind of light, like it moved differently than a soccer ball. Yeah. And so it was kind of weird. And then eventually Balzac became so uh, popular that it there was different, uh, you know, variants of Balzac. There was one with like a tail on the end of it. There was one where they put like goblin faces on it. Balzac was the shit. Now. 
There is a jingle for Balzac that I have been unable to find. I go, I go searching for it, I would say, once every six or seven months, where at the end of the commercial they say, Balzac, playing ball will never be the same. Balzac is a whole new ball game. That's what they say. Yeah. I've never found that commercial. But the other day, I found two or three Balzac commercials, and I said, you know what? Tor is probably going to freak out when he hears this. <laughs> this was, A, the name of a product. It was unironic. And this, they were very popular, and they, these commercials ran nonstop on Saturday morning television, I guess trying to get kids to go uh, get their parents to imagine now kids asking for something where they could go outside and play. I don't think they would do that. They'd probably just ask for whatever the, the latest incarnation of, of Pokemon or, or Fortnite is. Um, but I had Tor pull a couple of these commercials just to give examples on the show for some context. You seem very disturbed by them. It's... Uh... It's, it's odd. You think so? When I was... Uh, we, the pool one was odd, and that's the first one I have up on the docket. You have the pool one up the, first? The well, there's also a hip-hop one, I, which the, I'm a big fan of. Hip-hop is second on the oh, second okay, all right. Well, there's a rapper, and then there's a mini ball sack in the... Uh, well, we'll talk about that. Let's play the pool one. Is this for the tail one, the ball sack with the tails? I think it's the Zack Attack. Zack Attack, yeah, yes. Is. All right. Let's, uh, let's hear this. Oh, he's having, he's having a Zack Attack! I can cure that! Bring them all around, bounce them on the ground, bust the attraction! Ball Zack! Have H2O, then let them go! Ball Zack! With new effectivity! Tails! Aim high! Bullseye! Zack or fly! fly. Whack em! Smack em! Bump em! Bump em! Bump Ball Zack! Cause you never know when you'll have your next Zack Attack! Ball Zack! The balloon in a sack! Exactly! Oh, man, whack him, sack him. You'll never know what you need to zack him. They just said ball sack. They, no, 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 no. Ball zack tour. Ball so, zack. Sorry, I, I heard in the middle, spin him, throw him, ball sack. And I'm like, <laughs> You're so cynical. Why can't kids just play with their ball zacks and fucking be left alone for God's sakes? God. I didn't have that one. I didn't have the one with the tail on the end of it. I had the ball sack with the, uh, the big, it was kind of the size of a, uh, a basketball. Would you kill to be in the meeting when they're pitching the names for this this toy? Bro, there's 75 different variations of this toy. It was a smash fucking hit. I would kill to be in that meeting. We, I wouldn't say anything. I just listen. We I, weren't overly sexualized. <laughs> we were still kids back then. We didn't know what ball sack was. We didn't know what that meant. I would be great if they did like an offshoot called sc Scrotzum. <laughs> Yamzag. Well, Zach feels like a very 90s name it is. to me, very so 90s I think it, you can capitalize on that by having attaching the, the noun ball, ball in Zach. front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not ball sack. No. Ball Zach. <laughs> um, commercial number two, I believe, has a bit of a uh, a hip-hop slant that yep. they take with the, the marketing. <laughs> very And if the visual is there's a giant rapper inside of like a giant ball sack, Zach, and then there is a, a little kid next to him in a smaller ball sack. Um, so that's what you need to visualize if you are uh, wondering what's happening here. Go ahead, Tor. Let's hear this. Turn up the fun with ball sack. Turn it up. Put the ball sack balloon in the sack. That's ball Blow sack. it up now. Give it a whack. Turn up the fun with ball sack. Hit it. some water too. I fly real quick and now ain't that cool. Turn up the fun with ball sack. Check it out. And here's my little buddy, the ball sack rat. Ask you ball sack, so where it's at. This is rat. Turn up the fun with Balzac. Turn up the fun with Balzac. Us two Balzacs are where it's at. You like that one more or less? The term Balzac brat. <laughs> that shouldn't be. It was that a better be. time, man. It was a time when we could say things like that and nobody would think anything about it. I'm telling you it was the best. So um, that's Balzac, and it was right around the same time. I think Super Soakers. You ever heard of the Pogo Ball? Uh, is that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, yeah. worst toy ever. Every, and everyone had a Pogo Ball. And the commercials are showing you getting up real high on it. You couldn't like jump more than an inch <laughs> off the ground. I wasn't the fat as I am now either. Nobody could jump. They had these kids bouncing up and down on the on the Pogo Ball. There's none of that. It's fucking stunk. Um, so this one, I remember this song. I, I find myself singing the Mr. Bucket song constantly uh, just because it's uh, catchy. And the Mr. Bucket voice is kind of uh, interesting, too. I think so, Tor, though. This was, um, this was out when I was a kid, but it was for younger children than me. Yeah. Like, I'm not the target de demographic for Mr. Bucket. 
But for those of you that don't know about Mr. Bucket, I think that a lot of people have made fun of it on the internet, but this was a shoot. I remember seeing this commercial during the real Ghostbusters and fucking DuckTales every goddamn week. Um, it's a game where there's these ping pong balls, basically, and there's this bucket that has a face, and its mouth is a ping pong ball-shaped mouth, and you throw the ping pong balls into the top of the bucket, and then it, the ball slowly gets spit back out. Yeah. So the goal is to pick up your your balls quickly enough and throw them in the top where you get them all in and then you win. So each kid has a different color ball that they are playing with. It's a fun game. Yeah, and it encourages kids to move around and the thing's got wheels so it's like wheeling around inside of your living room. It's, yeah. it's a good idea. Um, the jingle again with the disgusting piggish slant of 2022 where all innocence has been removed, Tor found this to be somewhat... Um, What's the word that you said? Suggestive? I. That's a good word. You, th- is this one of the more troubling of the three for you? Well, the tagline on the video on YouTube was, Mr. Bucket commercial, put your balls in my mouth. Right, right. Well, that's he said, Mr. Bucket says that uh, while he's uh, in the Well, you should just run the commercial. One of the, the greatest, I think, jingles I've ever heard in a, in a toy commercial. Mr. Bucket. That's right. I'm Mr. Bucket. I'm Mr. Bucket. Toss your balls in my top. I'm Mr. Bucket. Out of my mouth and we'll pop. I'm Mr. Bucket. Walk in the room. I'm Mr. Bucket. The game's Mr. Bucket. The first to get their balls into Mr. Bucket wins, but look out, because the balls will pop out of his mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. The balls pop out of my mouth. I'm Mr. Bucket. A ball is what I'm about. I'm Mr. Bucket. We're all going to run. I'm Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket from Milton Bradley. So when you hear that, that whatever that noise is, the ball, the balls are flying out of his mouth. You, I, I remember that commercial like it was yesterday. By the way, are you, is, are, these, are you doing a bit? Are these old SNL commercials like spoof commercials? They, the they have I, to be. I shoot. swear to God, I, I, you remember Moji or Ob rather? I'm telling you, fucking these are, and nobody thought anything. Nobody right. thought anything about it, man. I, I, they 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 were toys of a, of a of a a greater era is what I would say. Where not everything was completely sexualized. It's a different world. No, that's why when Britney Spears came out, people were fucking shocked. They were shocked that she was like seventeen and doing all tying her shirt up and all that shit because we just didn't, you know, that just wasn't as, uh, you know, omnipresent as it is now. Yeah, I remember. I watched that movie Selena for school. I remember at one point, like people were like. At least shocked that when she started tying her stuff up and just going out in in, in the, yeah, in the bra know. or just the top. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the people they they used to when Elvis would shake his hips, they'd fucking censor it on TV. You know, it's kind of in something. I'm I'm not look. I'm not trying to preach and say that one way is better, one way or is it. I'm telling you that I remember those commercials on TV, and nobody for a fucking second said I never heard my mom or a parent or anyone say why are they talking about ball sacks and mini ball sacks on TV. <laughs> nobody ever said that shit. It's great. Mr. Bucket's a weirdo. He's a creep. You think Mr. Bucket is Mr. a creep? Mr. Bucket's a creep, man. What part about it? The fact that you put your balls in his head or the, fa- the fact that he spits your balls back his out? His voice. And then I spit the them back out. Phone. I'm Mr. Bucket. He put the balls in my mouth. I, I, I sing that. I, I, I find myself singing that in the kitchen like in my fucking late 30s. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I tried to keep you up to speed oh, on some of these uh, some of these things. By the way, I'm in a running dialogue now with Bush on the uh, how much I love the Bush song. Oh yeah, they respond to me all the time every time that I post it. Oh, good for you. I got the. I, I felt bad because I know you don't like it when I leak. Um, there's a part in the Bush, the original Bush jingle now, where I found that when I'm at home listening to it, I tear up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> That's how moving I still find the jingle. I posted it again in the supporter chat again because I feel like there's people that just they don't listen to every episode so they don't hear it. So there's always new people saying this is the greatest song I've ever heard and we need to make sure that uh, it's played on the radio again. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook. Turn on your notifications and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. Everybody, just because the Super Bowl has come and gone and football season is no more, that doesn't mean that you have to stop betting. I know I won't. I know for sure I won't. And you know where I'm going to be doing it? I'm going to be doing it at mybookie.ag. And whenever I'm running low 
And if you're a first-time gambler, you don't like football at all, you don't like what's been going on for the last nine months, six months on this show, us talking about football, you're a college football. Say you're a college football mark, and you're talking about Creighton covering the first half of every game that they play, or Seton Hall covering the first half of every game that they play. Both of those I like until the end of the season. They are gritty in the first half, they crumble in the second. It is what it is. And you're sitting here, I don't know about football, I'm a college basketball guy. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the Dukes code. You can deposit up to $1,000 using the promo code Dukes, D-U-K-E-S, and they will match it dollar for dollar. So if you're sitting here, you're like, oh, March is coming up. Hey, the madness is, is almost begun. I have some thoughts. I'm going to make a bracket. Nobody cares about your bracket. They care about if you're going to be making some money on it. They want to see how smart you really are, and that is by putting down money and winning money through mybookie.ag on whatever you think you want. If you're a hockey guy and you're like, ah, I don't care about football or baseball or any of this, I like seeing guys collide and fight each other on the ice. There's hockey. You can bet on hockey. You can bet on UFC. You can bet on the NBA. You can bet on whatever you want to at mybucky.ag. Just make sure you're signing up using the Duke's promo code D-U-K-E-S, and they will match your initial deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Ahoy, Coconut Commandos. Pleasure Island's own Gigantor here to let you know that Ponytails and Cocktails have a brand new album out called Traditional Maritime Music. Their third album features the smash hit All Request Saturday Night and their brand new single Ballad of a Bullshitter. Pick up a hard copy today on CommonwealthDryGoods.com or stop by Commonwealth Dry Goods in Fairfax. Ponytails and Cocktails are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Bandcamp at Ponytails Music. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Right? I'd say one of the most exciting players in the league to watch. Is that fair to say? Must watch TV. Tremendous. Um, 5'2". You know, he's really good looking. Like, strangely good looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the got some fun it's a fun team to watch they got exciting players uh really exploded best team in the league this year for the, the arizona cardinals i think they were 10 and 2 um started off hot and then just completely fell on their their face there was a report from chris mortensen uh super bowl sunday and of course it was the um the um infamous anonymous source gigantor love that dude yeah i love that guy he shows up a lot doesn't he um that Kyler Murray is, quote, a self-centered, immature, and finger-pointer. So saying that he's, like, uh, not handling things well. Then there was another report that he didn't want to go back into a game they were losing at the end of the season, and Colt McCoy had to try to go and convince him to go back into the game, which I ultimately don't think that he did. This all stems from the fact that, and I fucking hate this is the, the world that we live in and how petty this is and stupid this is but Kyler Murray went out of his way to uh, unfollow his team on social media and then delete all of his pictures of him wearing his team's paraphernalia yeah um, that's petty first of all should we care about it probably not but he did it and he's a it's a public figure and he did something publicly like he wanted to make a statement like regardless of whether or not he is going to admit it or not, he wanted to make a statement out there that he is upset with the Arizona Cardinals. Is there is there any other way to interpret that? Uh, no, it's not like he did a, a brand rollout for the the K one right. sports drink. You know, if that was it in the first post, he said, "All right, I'll clear this off. This is what it's going to be now. That's what it is." I know a lot of rappers do that when their new album comes out. Take it all down. Here's the teaser art for the new album. But he didn't do that. And I guess ostensibly you could you could sit there and say. I, I don't know. You, you could make any type of excuse that you want, but if, if you didn't want people to know and you didn't want people to know you were upset and you didn't want to convey that message, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have done this. Like you wouldn't have done anything publicly because you know this level of scrutiny exists. So all of this shit happens, and Kyler Murray decides to respond on again social media as well. And I, I don't fault these fucking players, by the way, from putting this shit out in social media. Like, why give a reporter the rub? Yeah. Like, unless you got a guy that's helping you out, you know, you got a Jay Glazer or somebody in your back pocket where you're like, hey, man, I need to get this message out, or hey, can you tell me about this? Like, there's no reason to continue to make paychecks for these reporters if you're a player. You've got your own voice now. You yeah. can put out any message you want. With as much of a platform, if not more, than any of the reporters. We talked about that with Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady, I think, earned the right to say how he's going to retire any way he wants, and when those dick in the dirts tried to fucking, you know get out ahead of it, I had no problem with him screwing them and saying, hey, I haven't come to a decision yet. Right. Which, by the way, is very weird that there's still a lot of reports that maybe he'll... 
he does not seem like the type that retires and unretires to me, but maybe not. Maybe the landscape changes enough where he realizes I need to come back and do this thing. And maybe he'll go on a couple of vacations with his family. Say, hey, you know, hey, I'm kind of tired made, of these motherfuckers. We made some, we made some <laughs> memories. All right. You know, it's going to pay for more memories. If I go back and win another Super Bowl. Um, so, so Kyler Murray posts a picture of him standing on the sideline in a Cardinals uniform, right? Yeah. Which is okay. He deleted all those, but okay. And he said this, quote, I play this game for the love of it. My teammates, everyone who has helped me get to this position that believed in me to help win championships. All of this nonsense is not what I'm about, has never been, never will be. Anyone that has ever stepped in between those lines with me knows how hard I go. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow or get better. So we can speculate what nonsense means. Um, I'm assuming it means the Mortensen report and then all the talk about his social media. Here is the problems A through Z for me. Yeah. You didn't say anything about the team at all. Nobody talked about whether or not. You, I mean, I'm guessing what he took umbrage with was the report that he was unwilling to go back into a game and Colt McCoy had to convince him to do it. Although it looks like that is true as well. All you did with this post is is foment more unrest you if you would have come out and said i'm an arizona cardinal i want to win a championship with the arizona card even if you don't believe it then a lot of this stuff goes away right or at least you have a, a official retort response now all you have done is gone back on social media and again made a point to not say those things to, to, to give people more ammunition that you don't like the team, that you're unhappy with the coach. He didn't mention the coach. No. He doesn't mention the organization. He didn't say, oh, our relationship's actually great. Don't listen to these these jive turkeys over here that are, that are you know, running their mouths about us. We know what we have. Yes. That's, that's what he should have said. Not, hey, this is how good I am, and this is everybody that's played with me knows how good I am and how hard I play. And uh, listen to your jive chops. I ain't no snitch. Like, that's maybe what he should have said. But here's another problem. Maybe one day he's uh, Aaron Rodgers, Gigantor. Uh -huh. Yeah, he ain't Aaron Rodgers yet. Don't like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is is a, can act like a complete weirdo because he's the best quarterback in the fucking league, because he's won a Super Bowl, because he's been MVP how many times now? Four. Right, four time MVP. I'm sorry, he gets to be a weirdo. He gets to date Olivia Munn and cut off his family and fucking you know go on Rush Limbaugh, whatever the fuck it is he wants to do. Because he, what are you going to say to him? Right. Who, who wouldn't take him with all of his dumb shit? Like, Kyler Murray's, I think he has gotten better each year, but he still has an enormous amount to prove. Right. So, I, my point would be, if you're going to release the statement, either either be above it and be like, you guys made a bunch of fucking noise out of nothing. I deleted these. I delete pictures off my fucking Instagram all the time. It's not football season anymore. I took all my football pictures off. Whatever it is. If you're going to address it, then do the damage control. You know? Yeah. All he has done here that I can see, Tor, is is make me more convinced that he wants out, he doesn't like the team, and he doesn't like the coach. He walked around it. He walked around the whole situation, what everyone had beef with. Um, but, you know, I'll take him. You want, Matt Ryan take and, him. You, you want Matt Ryan and Ridley? Go ahead. Who's weirder than Odell Beckham? <laughs> yeah. He's weirder than that guy. Getting touchdowns in the Super Bowl. They wouldn't be in the Super Bowl without him. No. I, look, the only type of weirdo I can't take is the Antonio Brown type of weirdo, where it's like something is unbalanced about you and you are unpredictable. Yeah. Like, if I know you're going to be upset if I don't throw you the football, well, I can control that. You know, if I know you're going to upset if you don't get, you know, so many touchdowns, like I have some way to control it. I cannot control whether or not Antonio Brown's going to rip his fucking pads off and stalk off the field and curse at cops and fucking screams about some fictitious helmet problem, all, freeze his feet off. Like, I, dude, you are unpredictable. I can't deal with that. Kyler Murray is upset because of X, Y, and Z. Well, let's figure out what he is. Maybe he is immature. It's possible. It's possible. Maybe he's a dick. It's possible. Yeah. I doubt I doubt every single person that's ever won a Super Bowl is a great guy. I bet there's some huge assholes. Let's take a look at uh, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> you know? Let's take a look at anybody that you've ever run into a fucking problem with on the offseason and, and look... Do, do some sort of Venn diagram on how much success they've had on the field. This is every business in the world. Yeah. It's a big ego business, too. A lot of pride involved. Yeah. All that stuff. You see everybody else winning Super Bowls. You see all this and that. Okay. You're going to think a little bit differently about your situation. Let's take a look at who gets canceled and who doesn't. Like, if you bring in X, Y, and Z revenue, oh, well, all of a sudden, well, we believe in free speech. All right, great. <laughs> you know? Right. 
Ratings dip a little bit. Man, maybe it's not as important to us as it once was. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg's back on the View today. You know? Yeah. There's, di- I mean, there's different. We want to think everything's universally the same, and it's not. People are judged differently. Right. And I guarantee people put up with way more of Kyler Murray's shit than they'll put up with Colt McCoy's shit. There could have been the the, the right tackle for Arizona could have done the exact same thing. Right. Nobody would have known. We would have cared. I mean, we told Deron Payne did it. What in the middle of the season last year? Yeah. You know, it's a story for a couple of days. It's not a story now. Yeah. Maybe right. he gets traded. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Who cares? Yeah. D-tackle. He can take his four sacks somewhere else. Shouldn't have been drafted that high. <laughs> a year after they drafted another D-tackle. God, can you fucking imagine saying that? All those assholes that were screaming about how this was the top best defense in the league. If you heard one of them walking back, if you heard one person say they were wrong, we shouldn't always end all football discussions. We're just kicking, kicking the commanders and the, and the commanders. They're not even my team. In the, in the dick. I was livid when they picked Payne. I was uh, I was sending tour over. Um, there's various uh, articles that I have found of people just needlessly shitting on the Falcons. So I, <laughs> I send them over for you from time to time. I told you yesterday. I, I said I'll never be. I'll never. I had my shot. I don't have it anymore. I really do appreciate, by the way. Moses, oh, Falcons won't be able to reproduce Bengals' turnaround. Oh. 92-9 the game. That's their premier sports station. My goodness gracious. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Well, at least it's not the hometown. It's the hometown radio station. (laughs) Maybe Bo LeBlanc wrote that up. See if he's on the byline down there. (laughs) My God. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice-cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. I was just talking to my guy, Joe Azer, the other day. He's telling me how much he loved the Feel the Power CD exclusive episode that, of course, we had on sale out at Flying Ace Farm last, what, a couple weekends ago now. Joe's always so supportive. I saw him glad handing out there, brought the wife. People were walking up to him and saying, man, thank you so much for helping me find a new house. Thank you so much for helping me. Sell off my old stack of bricks. Joe's going to sell that house for you for a flat 1% fee and color your home seller warranty, too. Don't worry. I didn't know what that was either before I talked to Joe. Basically, he just wants you signing paperwork. He just wants you saying, what do you want? You know, what are we looking to do here? How much money are you looking to make? What neighborhood do you want to live in? I mean, he's gotten people in the neighborhoods, quite frankly, they can't afford to live in because he just knows how to go in. He knows the market. He knows how to work a short sale. He knows how to do it. All he knows the Northern Virginia real estate scene. He's been doing it, slanging and banging for fifteen years. And look, even if you're out of state, you're one of our Wichita listeners or our Sacramento listeners. Call Joe five seven one nine eight nine Azer five seven one nine eight nine twenty nine thirty seven. Information is free, and he has got a load of that. But what does come for you? Uh, does come time for you to buy or sell? Don't be like Hot Man Ted and just waste week after week after week burning your weekends looking at houses. Not all agents are created equal. Call Joe Azer today and tell. Chad Duke sent you. Whether you're drinking by the fire, getting ready to send it into Arlington like your boy, or just trying to find an escape from your eight kids, make sure you check out the Chad Duke Show playlist on Spotify. You just go to chaddukeshow.com slash music for the official link to your new favorite playlist. So, correct me if I'm wrong on this. First of all, I saw that Kanye sent uh, Kim Kardashian a truck full of roses. Yeah. It's very wasteful. Um, it's also dumb. Also, nobody but a crazy person would do it. Also, women, I think, stop being impressed by a humongous amount of flowers like after they get out of, I'd say, early college. You want to send a bouquet while they're at work. I think they like it because then all the everyone's jealous, you know, because they didn't get any flowers. Right. I used to do that when my wife worked in an office. Um, I thought that was kind of silly, and not silly, like silly. Um, he. So correct me if I'm wrong. He has been openly attacking Pete Davidson on social media for weeks and then also openly admitting that he's still in love with Kim Kardashian, even though as up until very recently, he was dating somebody else. Yes. All that's true, right? Yes. And he's got people making memes for him. Uh, when, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I saw the Captain America meme. It's, it's not that great. Um, no, it's a very rudimentary meme. Yeah, he's it's a rubimentary. He's a bit of a rube, which is, and I don't know. Like, I guess people always make the argument. Well, you're talking about him. It's publicity. It's blah blah blah. Like, okay, that's that's not the type of attention I want. Yeah, like 
Conor McGregor constantly keeps himself in the news, but I don't know that having Tyson Fury, who is maybe the greatest heavyweight to ever live, like talk about how many times you've lost and call you an asshole and all this. I, I don't know that I would want that type of attention and other people seem to embrace it. Um, what I was saying earlier about Kim Kardashian is, first of all, I remember back when Trump was president and she like um, she's been working towards prison reform. Right. Right. Which is something that I feel pretty passionately about. Like I I want prisoners that go to prison to not become better criminals. I don't want them to be raped. I don't want them to be assaulted. I want them to pay their penalty, come out and then become productive members of society. That that's that's what I want. And that's why I support Dave's killer bread. I, I support these entities that seem to be working towards that. Not lenient on crime, but saying that going to prison and then being raped and killed and being forced to join a gang so that you can protect yourself and then learning different ways and making connections to be a better criminal when you get on the outside. It's just, it's a snake eating its tail. I don't like it. I don't like continuing to build massive and superstructure prisons. Like there's got to be a better way to do it. It also doesn't include not charging people if they run into a dart drug and, and fucking throw all the fucking electronics into a sack and run out, right? Sure. We got to find a better way. Anyway, she works hard on that stuff. And at Trump, at one point, I would assume for people that in her uh, capacity, was rather toxic to be associated with if you wanted to be in pop culture or, you know, walk on the... And she went to meet with him because she felt confident about that and, like, wanted to wanted to work towards her goal and wasn't going to let all the crazy fucking fervor around the president... Stop that. So I respected her for doing that. I also respect her in this. Um, it would be very easy if she was still just a vapid fucking reality show star to get kind of drunk. This is the father of your children, right? He's also probably one of the most famous people alive. You also were married to him. Yeah. It'd be very easy for her to say something. You know, it'd be very easy for her to release text messages. It would be, it would be, it would be, you could, this could be handled the way that, you know, an Instagram, that Instagram model that slept with James Harden would handle it. Like I've slept with James Harden. Let me take a picture while he's asleep and ruin his life, you know, and post it for no reason other than I get attention. Yeah. She's not doing anything. No. She's got the kids. She's dating who she wants to date. Like she's kind of being the adult in this back and forth. And while I don't necessarily, I'm not a, really a fan of any of the things she does i don't you know i've never watched her tv shows and i don't know the, the, the fucking all the product lines and all that stuff it's not for me like i do respect that part of it because i think that's a very difficult thing to do when somebody is i mean this guy posts all the time and just like shitting all over the dude you're dating and saying he blew up your fucking family and all this crazy shit and it's not good for your kids to see a mom doing that it's not good for the kids to see the dad doing that like i, I just think that it, it's very impressive how maturely she's handling the insanity around this entire ordeal. At least from our point of view right from now. From our perspective. Yeah. As of right now, from what I read last night. I mean, I I don't know. He bought a house right next door. Uh, to I don't even spot. think that's it, a bad... I don't yeah. think, think that's a bad... Like it would be If he was a sane person, Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Right. Dad's right next door. If, if Dad's cool. I'm going to be dating somebody else. Dad's cool that he just wants to be close to his kids. Because being divorced, like it's, I, my, my parents got divorced when I was seven and they hated each other and it fucking, it doesn't help. I don't talk to either one of them. Like if once you get divorced, there, there is a gigantic bridge you're going to have to cross to even have, want to have a shot at a healthy relationship for both of them with your kids. And I, de I dealt with parents where one was shit talking the other one every single fucking moment. And you're sitting there as a kid, like, what do you want me to do? You right. want me to shit talk dad? You want me to shit talk mom? Like, asking me to find out things about one another. Like, I know that's the worst thing you can possibly do. Right. Buying a house next door is good, but not if you're going to then constantly be the most famous person on earth and vomit and foment all this insanity on social media. Yeah, about three to four times a year, we get a really good Kanye exposing, and then it kind of dims down, and then once you think that, okay, it's all going good, then it just happens again, uh, which is entertaining, but at the same time, you're like, just I need you to do it more cohesively, not in all caps with no spaces or periods. You know, I don't, he's not, he, 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 he handles social media like a dumb person. Right. But he can't be dumb. I don't think so. I, I don't think he could accomplish everything he accomplished 
being a stupid guy. He was a fantastic producer, an artist himself. Right. Uh, a, a I'd, I'd even say fashion mogul at this point with the, what he's been able to uh, create there. So you're like, so he knows how to operate himself in a business in a way that would become more successful right. as a person. And then you see the personal life stuff, you're like, how is this the same guy? I don't know. Very weird. But also, when you get involved with, if you are in a situation, who's the rapper that's friends with Pete Davidson, so now Kanye won't be friends with him? Kid Cudi. I can kind of relate to that. Like, I there's, you know, if you have a friend, well, but was he friends with Pete Davidson before Pete Davidson was dating Kim Kardashian? There, Yeah. I don't know. That's it's tough. Everything about it's tough. Like if they were normal people, it's tough. And with an enormous amount of fame, it's even worse. I know that he's not handling that the right way either, though. No. If it's on, if you're, if it's on social media, you're most likely not handling it the right way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when, uh, when, when Dane quit. Like he, we had some sort of. Well, no, we fired him. We had some sort of back and forth. Because he was trying to go around and tell people he quit and blah, 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 all this other bullshit. I was like, dude, come on, man. Like, I remember we ha- we started going back and forth a little bit. And then, like, listeners were chiming in and people were fucking saying crazy shit. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, this isn't, you know, no, if I'm right or if I'm wrong, this is not the way to handle this. It's so the, it's, it's like, not the proper forum. Wipe it all out. And it's like, you know, in six months, I'll text you and see if we're cool. Um, it's just no good can come of it whatsoever. And I think at their heart of hearts, what they want is they want the people that are on their side to attack the other person. Yeah. Um, and that will do nothing to further your agenda. And that's why I took down all the stuff about the sausage bandit. It's like, it's like eventually it stopped being a funny thing and then people were like being vicious. And it's like, well, is this what I want? Like, no, this isn't what I want. Get rid of all of it. So... I also think that people need to be, anyone can tweet out and and Instagram out something dumb. It's so fucking easy, especially if you have one drink. Like, you need to, and if you do it over and over and over again, like Conor McGregor, it's like at some point, someone's got to take this guy's phone away. Right. And we talk about that with long movies. It's like you get insulated with people that are too scared to tell you no, and so you fucking are never called onto the carpet by anybody. Conor looked really good. So. Looks yoked as shit, doesn't he? Someone was saying middleweight. I'm like, holy shit. Look at those know, shoulders. I don't know how he's done that. Would he rebuild his leg? You know, bionic fucking leg. Maybe super, just working upper body. Just a superhero, man. Looks great. <laughs> I wish he would fight. That's what you- It'd be nice if he fought again. So do I. Um, all right, there's all that. Uh, sorry, again, if that was irritating to some people. I know that's not necessarily a topic <laughs> that all of our listeners enjoyed. I didn't think that I would want to talk about it either, Tor, to be honest with you. But it was something that... Um, I spent a lot of time on last night. It was your light reading material. It was light reading material (laughs) for me. Yeah, absolutely. If you're feeling hungry, go check out the show's presenting sponsor, Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. You can follow Monk's on Twitter and Instagram at Monk's BBQ. That's at Monk's BBQ on Instagram and Twitter. Fun, fun week, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in on a uh, Friday. We'll obviously have fresh content for you next week. We'll be doing shows live down in the Outer Banks, as we always do. So I'll make sure after I'm done taping this up, I am going to break down the board, have all that stuff ready, have our mics ready, headphones ready, all that fun stuff to make sure that we have a product down there where we can record. And everybody is going to be getting what they need, and that is live fresh shows i know that uh, in previous shows and show iterations dukes would come back and just have a a, a a ton of stories i think it's the best when we can go down there uh, as a group as a unit and do it fresh it's just it keeps it we don't forget anything we can we can get to everything that we want to get to and it's just it, it's it's all the show characters in the house and if you think that someone's not going to be a jackass at some point you're you're greatly mistaken so that'll be leading off next week for sure. And then additionally, Friday night, Hootenanny. Next Friday, Monk's taking his uh, his facial hair down and the hair on top of his dome piece down. As always, thank you to Monk's Barbecue for being the presenting sponsor of the show. It has been fantastic uh, getting to know him over the past a year and a month now. Uh, he has been... Uh, uh, I, a great friend, I would say. Um, I got to look out for my guy. Uh, and then you, if you are not going down to a, uh, a palatial beach house this week, head on over to Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. 
they have all the bourbon that you want, all the barbecue that you want, you're not going to be doing anything this weekend. And if you're throwing a President's Day party, or you're thinking, oh, I got Monday off. I got Monday off. Okay. Why don't I get a little wild on Sunday? Sure. Go ahead. Get yourself a Boss Hog platter and some bourbon. It's going to be better than whatever kind of focaccia dip that you're going to be eating on, on a Sunday on your recliner. It'll be a good day, a good weekend if you go to Monk's Barbecue. That is almost a certitude from me, Gigantor. All right, everybody. Next time you hear from us at the Chad Duke Show, it will be live from the Outer Banks. You know what I always say? Time to that and friends of you. Ten out of fucking years.